Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome all my guests in the U.S. and around the world. It is great to be with you again for True Forgiveness Teachings. I'm Jackie Laura Jones, and we are going to talk about the healing power of kindness today. And I think everyone would agree that we could use some (laughs) reminders about kindness. And The Course in Miracles does a wonderful job of really helping us recognize the difference between the ego, right, the false self, the ego's kindness, and what the Holy Spirit's kindness is. So the ego, if we choose the Holy Spirit or Jesus as our inner teacher, everything we do will come from them. Right? So it will be loving. It will be kind. However, if we choose the ego as our teacher, anything we say will be coming from guilt and fear. So Bruce Rawls, our good friend, is going to join us in just a bit here. But what I wanted to do is just read the description of the episode for you all. Um, we teach kindness by first learning Jesus' lessons of forgiveness, right? So kindness is, is having a forgiving attitude. It starts with our thoughts, doesn't it? It's recognizing that we're not really separate from others, only in the forms of the body's eyes, right? The forms of the body's eyes show us that we're separate, But the Course is teaching us that what we're seeing is a false experience, that we're really all joined in heaven. Now, we say, how how can I reconcile that here? (laughs) Meaning, we say, oh, my gosh, but what do I do here in the world, right, Where where I believe I am, indeed, the experience that we're having. And so that's kind of what we're going to discuss today. So to finish reading the description, we teach kindness by first learning Jesus' lessons of forgiveness. That is then what we extend out to everybody in our daily lives, right? Inner peace is ours. Let me welcome Bruce in here. Hey, Bruce. Hi, Jackie. (laughs) Thanks for for being a a practicing forgiver. Uh, I'm running a couple (laughs) minutes late today. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Good, good, good. so um, great that we can always join together like this, and it just—it doesn't matter. Things like that, you know. We realize we were. I was just saying to the listeners, I was reading the um, description for the episode, and I was saying, you know, um, how do we apply this in the world? It's always, but yes, I understand the metaphysics, but let's talk the practical, you know. And things like something that just happened that we're laughing, like, oh, I can't 
I was running late or whatever. Those are the types of things where it's just almost like it doesn't matter because your mind isn't perceiving any type of like victimization or unfairness or judgment, whatever you'd call it, right? It's just almost like, well, this is this is the script that's going on right now, you know, and we just exactly. go with the flow. And this show's supposed to be fun and, um, you know, just informative, of course, you know, and talking about everything. But um, I hope that it conveys to people kind of a, a relaxed attitude because um, I've realized since practicing the course, it's um, it's so nice. A character, we know the characteristics of, of God's teachers, and I think one could be, and it doesn't say this in the Course, Bruce, but it's almost like not taking yourself too seriously, relaxing oh, yeah. about things, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I, was, I was hustling trying to get some errands done and, and projects that I had promised, and I thought, I think I can get this done in time, and then, oh, well, maybe not quite. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then you responded with with, with such grace and ease, and 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 uh, made me feel at ease when when you responded as I as I got got on the air with you, and I and and then I was reminded of um, a favorite Bill Murray saying, which he mm. he actually said in a couple of different movies. One was The Razor's Edge, and the other um, was. Uh, I forget that name of it. it, was, it, it he was coaching a, a little a kid's sports team, and uh, they were that's Matt, okay meatballs. And he, his his phrase in both of those movies was "It just doesn't it just matter." Love it. <laughs> in, the, in the case in the case of the the, uh, the 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 kid's sports team, it was you know winning or losing just doesn't matter. And uh, and, right. and I and I and the the razor's edge where there were some things that would have been just devastating to, to most people. But I think he'd learned enough from his world travels that, you know, things come and go in the world and that's just the nature of how we set it up. And, uh, and then he had the same line. It just doesn't matter. And I think that's, that's a really a foundation, uh, knowing that our real identity is secure and safe and sound and untouched and un, Un, uh, you know, undaunted by anything that happens or doesn't happen in the world, including running a few minutes late <laughs> or, or something that you really want to get the, to, to on time. But uh, anyway, but so my apologies and and yes, thank you for again, uh, you know, for practicing the course's metaphysics uh, by uh, being very gracious and uh, and, oh, and and. and, and Tying it into what we're trying to share here, right? Yeah, exactly. It's um, isn't this interesting? Like I was thinking this weekend, I'll share a story if I if I remember it in 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 a minute. But isn't it interesting how I kind of remember a time when I was so hooked and indoctrinated into the world, I didn't know I was dreaming yet. I didn't know you know everything that I know now, and uh-huh. I was looking back and thinking, oh my gosh. There was a time when I didn't, I wasn't able to go with the flow as much in my younger years. And I look back and I go, oh, my gosh, you know, that, that's so interesting. If I just would have let, kind of let that situation ride, what the ego does, it builds up a whole drama around things. And then we have to keep 
repeating the story to ourselves mm-hmm. in our minds of how we were victimized, how we were unfairly treated. If this didn't happen, then I wouldn't have done this. And if this people, these people didn't, you know, then I wouldn't have done this. And I was thinking about that this weekend. You know, I thought, I, I hope that this show now it's going on four years or something that I've been doing it is um, it's a, it, it's taking a serious look at the course but uh-huh. ironically, it's almost, it, I hope it's light and that, that way on purpose to kind of remember the joy within and not take ourselves too seriously. Not because the things in the world aren't serious. They are, but the world is in your mind. Uh, more accurately, it's a projection of, of your mind. It's never left its source. And so we always work on changing our mind about the world. And I got really, you know, I think sucked into um, guilt and stuff this weekend, <laughs> and I I got physically sick. I did not feel well, and um, I didn't beat myself up for that or anything. But for the purposes of like clarification and sharing, you know, a story, I thought, wow, my thoughts it actually manifested. I knew that the sickness was in the mind. I didn't blame myself for feeling like a little bit under the weather. I just noticed it all weekend, Bruce. I was like the observer. And I kept thinking to myself, I, I got to get this topic to Bruce. I don't want to do this at the last minute, <laughs> but I couldn't get up off this. I'm like, can't you just, my ego is, the mind was going, can't you just do an email? And I'm like, but I want to talk about kindness, but I, oh, I gotta, I just want to just look at it just a little more before I email him. And I had to keep observing that and going, I guarantee Bruce's day is not affected by whether Jackie emails him a topic or not. <laughs> I was like, I guarantee he has yeah. a big full life. I mean, you know what I mean? So I started laughing, but this is how my mind, just want to give an example kind of of my, how my mind gets me. And Mark had, a, had to fly uh, some people this weekend to uh, Telluride, Colorado. Uh-huh. And so he was working and I did not join him on this trip because I had a lot of kind of household things I was going to do. And we thought, well, we're not going to go anywhere this Memorial Day weekend, really. You know, sometimes we do. I, I was like, well, I'm just going to do the household stuff. I have a lot of stuff I'm putting in storage, whatever. Well, lo and behold, I woke up, I guess it was, was it Friday morning? Because he left Thursday or Saturday morning. And I felt enormous guilt. I'm like, why didn't you go on that trip? With him, and I'm thinking, here we go. All right, ego, bring it on. I'm going to be <laughs> looking at this guilt all weekend, and lo and behold, I punished myself by getting a little not not too sick, but just under the weather. So I felt like kind of that blah, you know, depressed mm-hmm. feeling. But all the while, and listeners, you guys, all our friends, I just want to share with you. Um, I let myself go through it. I did the normal things that I would do. I was like just making chicken noodle soup. But at the same time, I was watching the thoughts in my mind. I was watching the attack thoughts and I was watching myself judge. And I remained uh, the observer through the weekend. So even though the body seemed like physically sick, my experience was not nearly what it would have been had I not been monitoring and being the observer of mm-hmm. my thoughts. So this, this thought system can really help you have a different inner experience, right, of, of exactly. what's going on, regardless of what's going on in form. 
So anyway, that's my, my you know, little story for this weekend. I, I feel much better now. Mark will be home in a few hours, and I shared with him last night on the phone about my enormous guilt, and he said, oh, no, it was he said, I would have loved to have you, of course, but you were, were doing stuff right now at the house. It just seemed like a good weekend for, for you to do that. He went kayaking and biking with his co-pilot, and they hiked the Black Canyon of the Gunnison. I mean, all this stuff. You cool. Know? <laughs> so here I am, right, thinking, why do you still have to feel guilty? Are you the center of the universe, Jackie? Certainly not. So you made a decision. It was okay. But I just like to share some of these personal experiences. I know it takes it takes a lot longer, I always say, than what's actually going on in the mind. It's pretty quick when you're, you know, right. serving your thoughts. Right. But that was just kind of an interesting, you know, weekend that I had. So I'm, I'm, I'm done punishing myself for now, Bruce, I think. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Until the next forgiveness opportunity. <laughs> good. It's good to so hear that. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in, in a sense, you know, it's a microcosm of the bigger, bigger macrocosm of, you know, the, the unconscious guilt and the unconscious punishment that we're essentially kind of doing all the time by thinking mm-hmm. that we're limited to a specific self. And, you know, sometimes it just seems to be more pronounced. But, you know, until, until we've completely let go of the thought system that we, you know, that suggests and, and believes that we made up a, a, a world of separation where there's separate people and separate things and separate stuff of every sort, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to still have you know, ego um, thoughts that will come up in, in, order us, in order for us to forgive and to heal. And, and that's one of the things that uh, uh, Jeff Siebert uh, from the Foundation for of Course in Miracles, mm. who does a yes. wonderful weekly uh, audio program. Um, and uh, it's been a, gosh, a few months now, but I remember he said something in one of the, one of the recordings that really stuck with me. And, and that is that, uh, you know, it's really unrealistic to expect that by practicing the, the course that you, you, you're going to become ego free, but because the ego will be still 100% insane right up until the end of the curriculum, which is what the course describes is you know where we reach the threshold and God takes the last step. But right. um, we, we we will become far more peaceful long before that, and I think that's the whole point. Is and you were just demonstrating and, and giving a great example of how you know. Years back, we you know probably would have been far more harsh with ourselves and, and mm-hmm. not as kind. <laughs> so, so being kind to yourself and being kind to each other are go hand in hand with uh, uh, really transforming our experience. And as you pointed out very appropriately, uh, it's an inner change and not necessarily an outer one. Although the outer sometimes tends to reflect, uh, but, it sure but it's does. no longer yeah. it's no longer a big deal. It's it's uh, right. It, it, as right. Bill, Bill Murray says, it just doesn't matter what happens just, outside as oh much. Oh my God! I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad you said that. I my sister Cindy and I loved that growing up. Little did we know what that would come to mean for us. We used to mm-hmm. walk around. We were little, little, going it just doesn't matter it just <laughs> doesn't matter. because if anybody you could probably youtube just that scene because it's so uh-huh. famous if anybody just wanted to put in you know bill murray meatballs it just doesn't matter or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. because uh-huh. he's like if they win it doesn't matter he starts out da 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 
it doesn't matter. He's like, <laughs> because it just, and he just, oh, it's just so funny. So it really is. It really is. That up. He's, he's in he, so many good movies. Now I hadn't, oh, hadn't yeah, seen the yeah. other one you, you mentioned Razor's Edge, but I should probably it was actually a remake put of that uh, on my uh, list. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Razor's Edge that he was in was actually a remake of a much much older movie several decades prior. Um, but okay. uh, he did a great did a great job with it, and uh, yeah, more more of a you know uh, dramatic uh, you know and less comedic role for him, which is you know, okay. kind of unusual. But but, right. but but it was yeah. it was well done. Yeah, yeah. Yay! Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, I love it that you brought that up, and you brought up another point too. I think it was I'm gonna like piggyback. I think on what you just said that Jeffrey Siebert said something in the realm of I kept noticing this weekend, like you know, people are often asking me, clients, whatever, people in the online classes, how how do you know you're making progress, or how do I know that you know I'm making progress with the course? And I always experience that. And Ken talks about this too, that progress is, is really made in the course by how quickly you identify and look at your guilt and fear, your, your attack thoughts. Not that you're not having guilt and fear. Right, <laughs> See, right. like you were saying, Bruce, or and that what Jeffrey was saying or whatever, it's not, the ego is always 100% ego there, yep, right? Yep. But mm-hmm. how, how long do we stay? in that thought system how long do we stay so for practicing so many years for me one of the blessings is is i don't stay in i'm quickly just observing it it just becomes an attitude you know like forgiveness is 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 really and kindness therefore is Uh an attitude it's recognizing where mine and other people's behaviors coming from and understanding that we all have that same content of fear in the mind, even though the form is sometimes and often different. It's expressed in a different form. But the forgiveness is recognizing, wait a minute, we're not separate. And this is a fractured part of my mind. I'm looking at that person out there that I'm either judging, attacking, or maybe I'm not, but I'm just observing uh, that that they're different than me. Um, anytime we're thinking in terms of of differences and separation, right? That's uh-huh. we know we're in the ego thought system. But anytime we're just observing without judgment, you know, and just kind of looking at the screen of our lives, but not with condemnation and not seeing separate interests, but really seeing the shared interests that we all have the same content in the mind of either love or fear and we can tell when either we or others are expressing that and so i i was um being uh um what was i trying to say i was watching myself with this and recognizing that i had been really, you know, judging myself and <laughs> thinking there was something wrong with me. Oh, you're not a good wife if you don't go on the trip. Or I mean, something weird like that. Like it was that dramatic, but just like, oh, this would be so fun. You should accompany him. And I kept thinking, oh my goodness, look at that tape playing. Look at that tape playing over and over again. <laughs> and Mark's so cute on the phone because he's like, remember acceptance. I said, I know, isn't that so funny? We, you make a decision. And you let it go. And then, Bruce, I kept thinking, past is over. 
don't let the past guide me now in the present, right? It can't touch you. It can't touch. So I just kept going back to those thoughts. I hope it's helpful to you. You know, we all have different things in the course that are kind of go-to things or things that we remember when we're Mm -hmm. back in the right mind. And I always remember that. The past is overdue. I have to bring it in, drag it in to the present moment. That's a decision, you know. And it really so is. I it really is. Better. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah. And, and the drink, dragging the past into the present is really kind of the default mode of the ego because if we, <laughs> if we look at the setup in, that the ego has made for, for making sure grievances, you know, are, are in abundance so that we always have something to complain about and something to project that unconscious unfounded <laughs> guilt onto. Uh, right. if, but if we can look at that and just say, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a cruel thought system. There's no kindness in that. And, that's and right. it's, not, it's, not, it's not kind to ourselves. It's not kind to those that are you know, around us, even though they're, as the Course points out, with, really within us. Um, right. But it's, it's, it's a whole package deal that just is dysfunctional. You know? And, and, and that, I'm, that's, since you mentioned favorite phrases, <laughs> I'm going to pull one of mine from, from Ken. And this is actually one of Ken Wapnick's uh, favorite phrases that he liked, uh, which is the, the ego is just a maladaptive solution to a non-existent problem. I love it. I and, love and it. I think that's such a great phrase because it really it does, is. in just a few words, describe um, not only what the, the Course's metaphysics is all about, but how to achieve the peace that the found, you know, Foundation for Inner Peace <laughs> in publishing The Course of Miracles uh, is, is, is all about, and, and in a very right. pragmatic way. By, by seeing that it's a maladaptive solution, we can see that our projections don't work because um, they're not outside us, uh, which is actually a good thing because that means we, we actually do have our hands on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not something on somebody else's control panel that we're at the mercy of. It's, it's my mind's a dashboard that I get to throw the one switch that makes a difference, and that's <laughs> switching um, my thought system from ego, uh, self-interest, and what's in it for me at the expense of everyone else, you know, with victim victimization <laughs> in, right. in, in the forefront, to the, the thought system of inclusion and, uh, and seeing innocence in everyone, and that, that thought system is uh, one where we see that nothing happened. And so that's uh, the non-existent problem. And so, so that one okay. statement, maladaptive solution to a non-existent problem, is really a, a very pragmatic mechanism for practicing kindness moment to moment and day to day, uh, which is sort of also summarized in Lessons 3 and 34. I'm not upset for the reason I think, and I could see peace instead of this. So. Yeah, oh, wonderful, a- absolutely. Um, I wanted to read just a little bit um, from uh, Chapter 5, Healing and Wholeness. Uh It's Section 4, Teaching and Healing, and then Paragraph 8, which talks a little bit about kindness, and then we can discuss it. Um, How can you, Jesus is talking here, how can you who are so holy suffer all your past except its beauty is gone and nothing is left but a blessing? I have saved all your kindnesses and every loving thought you ever had. I have purified them of the airs that hid their light and kept them for you in their own perfect radiance. They are beyond destruction and beyond guilt. 
They came from the Holy Spirit within you, and we know what God creates is eternal. Mm-hmm. So that's just the first part of that. But um, I was talking uh, right before you came on, Bruce, about the ego's kindness to destroy, <laughs> which Ken <laughs> talks about, versus the Holy Spirit's, you know, kindness to heal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we're talking about kindness, as the, as the Course is saying it, you know, it really is that attitude of being the right-minded observer. When we're not seeing anyone as separate, we're understanding where their behavior, and of course ours too, when it's us, where that's coming from. And that is a kind of kindness that heals because it's synonymous with gentleness, the characteristics of the teachers of, God, of a teacher of God, and also with, with forgiveness, and which is recognizing what your brother, what you thought your brother has done to you, has not occurred mm-hmm. because you made this up and the, your brother is in your mind, as you pointed out earlier. This is, you know, radical uh, forgiveness. But otherwise, forgiveness to destroy the ego's kind of kindness to destroy, forgiveness to destroy, keeps the illusion real in the mm-hmm. mind. It keeps the separation going. And so that's what we're talking about here, guys, when we're saying, you know, uh, the ego's being kind is very different than the Holy Spirit's kindness. <clears throat> very, very different. <laughs> yeah, and we notice it by how we feel, because cause when, when we've got some kind of a chip on our shoulder or some axe to grind or, you know, some, something that we want to keep division, polarization, separation still, you know, fulminating and <laughs> and percolating right. and and otherwise you know fomenting i'm just grabbing some some of those seldom used words there that <laughs> yeah. for fun uh, but you know we, we, we keep it going we keep it going right and, right. and it's it's like well why do we want to do that it takes a lot of effort to stay upset mm-hmm. and to stay angry and to to make big deals uh, out of nothing much ado about nothing and, right uh, and it just doesn't matter. True. That's, that's right. That's right. And, you know, these are right-minded thoughts Bruce, Bruce and I are talking about, saying it just doesn't matter. You know, the metaphysics, under, we understand that, that, that what really ma- matters here is our function of, of forgiveness, which I'm going to read mm-hmm. something next from, the, from um, uh, Chapter 25, the special function, which is forgiveness here. So things do matter here, except for not the ego's reason for them. <laughs> we're shifting from this is how we start, where we're having the experience we believe we're here. We shift from the ego's interpretation of everything to the Holy Spirit's, with which is a classroom. So indeed, that part matters that we that we do that we do our part, which is forgiving this dream, which is joining with others at the level of the mind, uh, recognizing, you know, that we all believe that we've separated from God. We all, so we're all in fear here and all in guilt. And that's the premise. I mean, that's the premise that you're starting from, you know, and um, another quote that I love um, is from the section, the special function section six in chapter 25, and I'll just read a couple of sentences that lead up to it. Um, The grace of God rests gently on forgiving eyes, and everything they look on speaks of him, capital H, to the beholder. And that's us, the beholder, guys. That could be the observer, right? Okay. 
He can see no evil, nothing in the world to fear, and no one who is different from himself. This is when we're looking through the lens of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And as he loves them, so he looks upon himself with love and gentleness. He would no more condemn himself for his mistakes than damn another. He is not an arbiter of vengeance nor a punisher of sin. The kindness of his sight rests on himself with all the tenderness it offers others. This is forgiveness too. I just think that's so beautiful how we see ourselves, we see others. How we see others, we see ourselves. And as we are looking with forgiving eyes, it's impossible to judge. It's impossible to see the differences. And the kindness of this spiritual sight is what then we extend out to others. And then we don't have to worry about what to say or do. It just will naturally, intuitively flow the right-minded thought system. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned, uh, you know, well, brought this quote up because this and the previous one are, uh, just really speak to the importance of the gentleness and the tenderness and the, uh, you know, the gracious ease by which we um, are able to navigate through the world when we're not out to, um, you know, string everybody else up. <laughs> right. Well <laughs> when, said. When That's we, right. When we, want it, when we want to take everyone off the hook rather than put them, put them on the, the, the hook uh, for, for, you know, imagined slights and you know, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, as Shakespeare has said, right? But, Ooh, yes. but the, all, right. Those, all those things that that really – come and go are are not big deals and uh, and that's where you know in the last sentence you read the kindness of his sight rests on himself with all the tenderness that offers others because we would only heal and only bless um, being that that's we see that nature in ourselves and, and everyone else when we're willing to look past uh, the insanity of the ego thought system which doesn't see that at all so it, it really mm-hmm. does take some effort on our part to to at least be willing to let the Holy Spirit guide our minds past mm-hmm. those blocks, past those obstacles. And, you know, the Beautiful. first one of the, those obstacles is the desire to get rid of the peace, the, which is the, be the desire to get rid of kindness. Because right. we, the ego doesn't think it deserves that, you know. Right. You know, our our exactly. inner golem thinks it should be a, uh, hanging out, uh, you know, eating weird stuff at the bottom of a of, of a cave in the mountain, and uh, hoping right. no one finds them and and discovers their ring of invisibility because of the wretched self concept it has. And but that's you know we we as egos we think we're the home of evil, darkness, and sin, and that's the unchallenged assumption until we look at the stuff in our mind that. Um, comes up when we're not at peace, and those those become the forgiveness classrooms to say, well, wow, if, if I'm just like your experience with you know feeling physically under the weather, I, I actually had a similar experience a few days ago myself, and I just okay. I just I just looked at you know okay why why do I need to you know belabor this and so you know I, magic and <laughs> within a few hours right. I was kind of back to normal and and uh, and it was just it was just like okay. Not, not a big deal, and 
Uh, and I, I actually, I synchronistically, I, there was uh, our neighbors and my wife were going to go uh, tide pooling at, at one of the low tides of the year, and I was just feeling kind of mediocre. And I thought, well, just go on ahead without me, and and it worked out fine. And you know, I got to see the pictures, and I got stuff done that I hear that sure. I wouldn't have gotten done otherwise, and and it all ah, worked out fine. So, so similar, you know, yeah. The, the same, the same kind of thing I think happens, uh-huh. uh, and we just kind of noticed that there's. There's it's, there's no big deal, and because right. I didn't make a big deal, um, uh, my wife Nancy didn't make a big deal, and, right. and so you know, <laughs> you, we just go along with ease, yeah. like you said, with gracious ease, navigating yeah. through the world without judging ourselves and others, right? Yeah, that reminds me of uh, I came across this actually the other day, a lyric from. Uh, uh, a, a silly Beatles tune, which is actually more profound than I thought when I gave it some thought, which is um, the Yellow Submarine song. Oh, yeah, famous. Yeah. <laughs> because we live a life of ease. Every one of us is all we need. That's, that's one of the lyrics. And I thought, well, wow. That's, oh, that really yeah, is I it. hear that differently now. <laughs> I hear that so differently. I used to hear that when I was little but, all the time. But if, there was, but if there was, you know, just a few of us, that would that would be a different different lyric, but every one of us is all we need, you know. It's like, well, if we're all included in that kindness, we don't leave anyone right. out or anything out. We, we're kind to our phone, we're kind to our computer, we're kind to the the pens and the and the pencils and the 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 rubber bands and whatever. I'm just looking around my desk, you know. What's <laughs> the the um, right. the solid state drive? I haven't. Uh, had time to install for a, a month oh. or so. It's been sitting there waiting for me to upgrade my computer. I, I can be uh, kind to the, 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 to the lamp, to the the car keys, to the you know whatever, everything you know. Right. Just, uh, all right. the inan- seemingly inanimate things, we can be kind to those things as well. You know, the the yard I was working out in earlier. This right. Yep. Right. Absolutely, because it's all <laughs> one. That's a good example of the inclusivity again. You know, yeah. kindness is a, is a process that's in the mind because there is nothing else, right? Yeah. If, if all if all are separate and specialness thoughts are gone, all that's left is that love, and then everything yeah. is an extension of that love that's what makes this course simple it's not easy to practice but when you recognize that you're either like projecting fear and guilt or extending love depending on which teacher you choose mm-hmm. in your mind it can become very simple and i think the our examples of focusing you know um you and i with our with our different you know physical sicknesses or whatever i you know i how do i say it more simply than what happens in my mind, guys, is that I, I switch automatically. I, I go back to the content and I say things like, oh, I must not have chosen love because here I am. I'm making Mark very real. I'm making this whole thing a very big deal. I'm seeing him as separate than me. Now, yes, guys, he's separate than me in the, in the dream. Bodies are separate, but we're not bodies, that's not our real identity. And so we want to, I think this is why, Bruce, you can correct me. I, I think the, the quote is, do not, Jesus is saying, do not set forgiveness in an earthly frame. Mm-hmm. But you can mm-hmm. also substitute kindness. Do not set kindness in an earthly frame. Right. Which means at some point, in order to really wake up 
from the dream of separate from the dream of fear is we have to not set this in an earthly frame and remember I use all the circumstances that are happening to me. The circumstance in form was feeling guilty this weekend about what's going on with form, but I had to go back to the mind above the battleground and recognize that if I had not been in my ego thought system in the first place, which means I had already chosen separation and attack, I would not, it's impossible to have the experience of attacking yourself or feeling guilty in the dream. It's impossible because in the Holy Spirit mind, you're not interpreting it that way. It's a completely different translation of what's going on. It now the circumstance that I use the red flag, the red flag was the feeling of, of guilt um, with regards to going on a trip brought back to the right-minded teacher is, ah, it's the classroom in forgiveness. So yet again, I'm in this dream in my mind and the ego's telling me it's real and I'm guilty. And the Holy Spirit is saying, nothing's happened. You haven't sinned. Remember, you're watching. If you watch with me, you know that it's a call for love, a call for help to change your mind again. So it's just very powerful exercise this weekend to keep was thinking of that, you know. Yeah, it, 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 everything seen properly really is a call to change uh, f- from what doesn't work to what does. It doesn't exactly, what doesn't work yeah. to what does. That's the perfect way to say it. So I just was thinking of, of, of those thoughts, and I thought, you know, and Jesus says that's, that this is an idle dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what does mm-hmm. idle mean? No, nothing's happening. There's nothing really going anywhere like if your car's idling and ken uses this example i think um if you're if the engine's running but nothing's really happening you're just idling so sometimes i think of that too you guys like i'll be like thinking yeah it's an idle dream what am i making of this am i making this real this this projection that all happened at once and is already over You know, or am I just using it as a classroom because we don't need to beat ourselves up that we're having the experience that we're here, but we can become a happy learner and we can be in the right mind of forgiveness. As you said, Bruce, we graciously ease, you know, with gracious ease, we navigate the world. So while we still appear to be here, we can become a happy learner and be in the happy dream of forgiveness, which is still in the mind. But our inner experience is going to be very different, no matter what's happening externally. And I was telling a friend the other day, I'm so glad to know this for like the rest of my life, because it's it makes everything so much easier in the sense that any time I'm anything but peaceful, I can just remember that I must have chosen wrongly. And you're not only making that choice for yourself, guys, the self that you think you are, you're making it for the entire sonship because you're one with it. And it reminds all the minds that they also have that choice. So it's very inclusive. You know, we go home with everyone or not, not at all, or no one, (laughs) right? Exactly, exactly. You know, as you were sharing that, I, I was thinking how, you know, it, it really is so important to to remember that we always have that option. Um, but, you know, we're still kind of in the early phases from, from the perspective of the course. And uh, I think that's another another uh, Ken Wapnick phrase that I find actually encouraging, even though it seems at first first glance like it might not be. And that is, is in nowhere in the course does he call us 
in, you know, mature, certainly not adults, uh, you know, and really a, refers to us primarily as infants and toddlers, you know, essentially. Right, so, right. So, so I, this, the next paragraph of, of the one in, in Chapter 25, the Justice of God chapter, that um, you quoted, uh, I just glanced down at that and I thought, well, that, mm-hmm. well, that actually has got some good stuff in it. Do, do, can, can I read that? And, Absolutely. Because uh, I, think, I think it fits very nicely of how we get to the kindness is oftentimes looking at where, you know, we've chosen the default of unkindness and and there's, you know, a, a practice for that. And so this says, um, eyes become used to darkness and the light of brilliant day seems painful to the eyes grown long accustomed to the dim effects perceived at twilight, which is sort of like, you know, immaturity, childishness that we just, mm-hmm. oh, I want to stay in the dark, you know, <laughs> right. and they turn away from sunlight and the clarity it brings to what they look upon. Dimness seems better, easier to see and better recognized. Somehow the vague and more obscure seems easier to look upon, less painful to the eyes than what is wholly clear and unambiguous. Yet this is not what eyes are for. And who can say that he prefers the darkness and maintains he wants to see? Well, mm. uh, the, the, Plato's allegory of the cave immediately comes to mind, which is yes. the, the, uh, the, the story of you know, people who are chained together and chained in such a way that they can only face away from the mouth of the cave, which is where there's you know, a dim light that, that reaches all the way back to where they are and casts these obscure... Uh, ambiguous, uh, <laughs> vague shadows. <laughs> right. To, to to grab a few words from what we just read, and but when we're when we're in a fog, you know, we're f- sometimes physically not well. I've I've even noticed that you know if I even even with just a mild fever, for example, sometimes if you notice your thoughts can be kind of more jumbled and scrambled. Sure. I, I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but it's like you know the, yeah. they even call it feverish thinking. But in a right. sense, we're we're sort of all f- thinking feverishly with uh, you know a, a a dis-ease, if you will, that comes from mm-hmm. not seeing ourselves as part of uh, the every one of us. Is, that's all. That's all we need. <laughs> so so. We, we need to, you know, get get back to the crew and and, and have a happy submarine life, and eventually uh, right. emerge from the this and get above the sur- surface of the ocean and, and see right. see that we, you know we have we have some daylight to look on here. So yeah, but mixing metaphors oh, tremendously yeah. there. That's yeah. great. No, wonderful. Remembering our wholeness, even if we, you know, in the throes of an ego attack or something, it's it's hard, but you can do it thought by thought. Just yeah. remember, there's just a part of your mind. It's a thought away, the truth yeah. about yourself, even though it's hard to get in touch with that here. We're not asked to remember the kingdom of God here in this state, but we know we're working towards yeah. that we're climbing yeah. up the ladder as you were saying earlier bruce you know we're children here we're learning but we can be happy learners guys we really can right. uh which is which is not everything's going to be perfect of course in the world but we can strive to have the perfect forgiveness of the world we can strive yeah. to remember yeah. forgiveness you know it doesn't even have to be perfect but i was just making a play that you know the world won't be perfect but we can strive to just do our forgiveness work here and and you will experience a profound difference in how you live it just will be 
like night and day to use what they're talking about. I mean, when the, you know, the sunlight comes out and we're not so, so dimly lit anymore in the fog of, of, of fear and guilt, you know, um, and we start to come out. But one of the most important things, and Bruce and I always talk about this on the show, too, is um, to, to be gentle, to be mm. kind. <laughs> the healing yes. power of kindness. Remember yeah. to join with the, 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 the capital S self that you really are. Remember to call on the Holy Spirit and Jesus. There are symbols in the dream for us. We need, we need these symbols, you know. Um, but just to be kind to yourself and just remember you're never alone. It's impossible to be alone or unloved. And, Bruce, you're not going to believe this. I'm just having so much fun with you that they just gave me the 90, second, um, <laughs> 90 seconds left in my ear. <laughs> so we'll def- – which is now 60 seconds. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely do this again and make some, uh, make yes. some announcements next time, of course. Okay. Bruce's site, you guys, is ACIM blog. Dot com. We always encourage everyone to check out facim.org and um, acim.org, uh, the Foundation for Inner Peace and the Foundation for A Course in Miracles uh, mm-hmm. websites, which we love. And Bruce, I, it's been so great to chat with you again. Likewise, um, likewise. We'll do it again soon. And I'm going to call you off air, too, because I just had a couple of other questions. Uh, I'm going to ask just about other stuff. So anyway, um, hey, love all you guys. And so great to join with you again. And just remember to be kind to yourself. Be well and blessing. We all deserve it. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Thanks, Jackie. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.